Every day I try and honestly appraise my own mental health so that I know how I'm functioning, how this body and mind is functioning. The same as when I'm driving a car, I want to know if the oil temperature is right. I want to know if the tires are inflated properly. I want to know how fast the car is going. I also want to know the same things for how my mind is working. The key with this is doing it consistently every day And then when things are out of alignment, seeking help to put things back in alignment, being open to receiving help, putting things back in alignment. And when things are working properly to keep doing the work to keep them working properly. I'm sharing this now so that I can make sure to remember it. And so if you want to be able to honestly appraise how you're doing at any moment, you can use this tool for yourself. This is a really helpful practice that I've learned from other people, people who have peaceful lives full of serenity and joy. It seems to me consistently that people that are happy notice their current mental state and when it's out of sync with what's normal, do something about it. Now the prerequisite for doing this is understanding some kind of definition of what's normal versus what's not normal and then being willing to work when it's both normal to keep things normal and when things are out of sync, out of whack, when you're going crazy to try and get some help getting back to center. So for me, this is a two-part test. The first part is what is my definition of normal? And I give this to you just from a regular person's point of view. I'm no mental health specialist and I find that I learn best from people who are just like me. I find I have a harder time learning from people who are more educated because I have a hard time relating. I can relate to an average person talking about their average life. That's easy enough for me, so I'm doing that here with you. For me, what my main problem was for most of my life was not having a definition of normal. I didn't have a valid comparison to even compare my mental state to. So I'll share that here. With me, a normal functioning human being's mind runs about like this. A normal, healthy, peaceful, serene human mind runs like this. Everything's just fine right now. These kind of thoughts... Everything's just fine as it is. Other people are nice, loving, and trusting. The world is a beautiful place. I'm doing what I need to right now. I am enough. I am good enough just how I am. I have areas I can improve and do better in. Other people are all doing their best just like me. I'm doing my best. There's no need to worry about the past or the future because all of life is right here, right now, and I have work to do right now. My purpose for living is to serve and be useful to other people. These, to me, are what make up a normal, healthy, peaceful human mental functioning. These I see consistently out of people who are peaceful and who are having happy lives, those are the kind of mental routines they consistently share. Those are the things they share that consistently go on in their mind that I've adapted because I want that too. It's really as simple. If you want what someone else has is just do what they do. Now the trick is to try and do everything they do your way, to do it in the exact spirit they do it in your own way. Now, how does that contrast? Most of my life, I thought 
An ideal mental state was one of being high or euphoria, where life is great and everything's awesome and it's amazing and I'm on top of the world and I'm on better than everyone else. So that was my target for comparison. So anytime I wasn't in euphoria, I felt like I was depressed or down or life wasn't good enough. That frequently was my judgment. Life isn't good enough. People aren't good enough. People are stupid. People are mean. Things are mean. Places are mean. Life is wrong. Politics are wrong. People, places, and countries are wrong. If everyone else would just do what I wanted, I would be happy. That is how my mind functioned for most of my adult life. Those kind of mental routines. So I hope you can see the difference there between healthy normal functioning, and then functioning that's painful, frustrating, and full of suffering. If you can see the difference, then you can look in at your current mind state the same way I do and see, okay, how are things running in here? Now, this is done in a loving, peaceful way. I try and look and if I a driver pulls out in front of me and cuts me off and my first thought is, you. And then the overlook, the self-diagnosis, is more out of curiosity. Oh, that caused a little bit of upset. What's really going on here? Now that element was missing from my life. A loving understanding look at what was going on. I consistently would just buy into whatever thought I had. That and then I just cuss and go along with that and then I'd fight with that. No, I don't want to feel like this. I ought to be better than that. Today, there's some sort of loving, peaceful judgment that kind of overwatches everything going on and it makes things a bit funny. Even when I'm really depressed or frustrated, I still can kind of look from this objective point of view that thinks there's humor in everything. Oh man, you've really got a bad case of hopelessness right now. And that lightens the mood a little bit. I don't totally buy into whatever's going on. Oh, I see you're a bit anxious right now. What's the cause of that? Developing that sense of honest appraisal. Now, the easiest way if you're not used to doing that with yourself, I bet you are used to doing it with everyone else. I Almost guarantee you can walk into a room and point out everyone else and tell me exactly what's going on with them. He's anxious. She's going crazy. He looks like he's got his stuff together. He's all about money. She just wants this out of him or me or whatever. This person doesn't like themselves. Most people seem to have the ability to instantly see what's going on with another person and yet there's often this big blind spot with what's going on in ourselves. And the reason for me was contempt prior to investigation. I thought I already knew what was going on in here. I thought I already was aware of everything going on inside, so I stopped looking. When you think you know everything that's going on with you, it's really hard to figure out anything new. For example, I see people, they say, I have depression and anxiety. And they own those things, As if those are the only things that go on inside them. I get depressed. I get anxious sometimes. And yet I get a lot of other things too. I get happy. I'm peaceful. I am apathetic. I'm full of joy. I'm restless. I get irritable. I get discontent. I get jumpy. I get excited. I celebrate. There's a lot of things 
that go on inside of a whole person. And sometimes these things can all go on at once. I can get anxious, excited, happy, frustrated, all at the same time, all in the same moment. The difference is today, I honestly try and look at what's going on inside instead of denying things that don't go along with my definition of who I am. So what I used to do was see the things I wanted to see that agreed with me. And then I would dismiss anything else. For example, I didn't like to be thought of as a person who was afraid. So if I saw fear inside, I denied it. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. And I tried to project that to the world. Today, when I see fear going on, I'm like, why am I afraid? Is it because I don't have faith? When I look and I ask questions based on what I see and I don't dismiss it, when I see a thought, oh, that's a, that's a pretty frustrated, harmful thought right there. What's going on with that? Instead of, no, that thought's disgusting. Get out of my head. I hate that. That actually perpetuates the thought going on and on. So today I'm grateful that I've both learned what a default, peaceful human being looks like in terms of mental functioning, at least from my point of view. And I've developed the ability to look impartially inside what's going on and see how far I've deviated from that. I heard a definition of sin. Sin originally, I guess, from the original word from Roman was to miss the mark in terms of like archery. So you shoot and miss the mark. So today I look at the mark that I'm aiming for as being in a normal peaceful state. So I constantly am shooting arrows at that mark each moment. And then I try and also be the impartial observer who sees where the arrow lands. Oh, that's good. That landed in normal. That car pulled out in front of you and there was no negative reaction. That's great. Oh, well, this other car honked its horn at you and there was a negative reaction right there. So we're a little off the mark right there. What's going on with that? How can we adjust our shot to hit the mark the next time? Without that, you missed, you suck, you're no good, you can't do it. Without all that. Now, I had to ask for help to be healed to stop all those negative things. Because I was programmed to, you missed the mark, you're terrible, you're disgusting. That's how I was programmed. So, I have been healed where I can now sit back and watch impartially. Most of the time. And that is a great blessing today, which is why I've done my best to share it here with you. I pray today that I can be the impartial observer who honestly watches my behavior in a loving, peaceful place. I pray today to honestly notice when I'm both hitting the mark and when I'm missing the mark. When I'm doing both then to be motivated to continue to take the next shot and hitting the mark again to do the next right thing no matter what. I pray that this is useful for you today to get curious about what's going on inside you and to be willing to look and see whatever you find there. Thank you very much for watching this. I'm honored you've spent this time with me and I hope you have a great day today.